The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Thursday, May 4th edition, and let the bad Star Wars jokes begin. I'm a Star Wars fan, but May the 4th be wish with you just gets out of hands. So that's the last you'll hear from me. But I um, hope everybody had a good night last night. Very, very interesting to say the least. Uh, pitching pitching overall, you know, Pomeranz and uh our cheaper options, like normal, seem to do a lot better than the expensive ones. So it's a trend to keep going. That Blake Snell punt looked mighty nice, mighty, mighty nice. Um, today is a giant mess. If you're married or have a girlfriend, today might be the day to take the day off and do honeydews and look like the greatest man alive that you just said, nope, I'm not going to watch sports. I'm not going to play daily fantasy today. I'm going to take a night off and go be with you, honey, because I love you so much. But um, it's ugly, very ugly. There's a 13-game all-day, six-game early, five-game main. Weather's disgusting. They decided DraftKings just made a bad slates all around. Uh, Pittsburgh-Cincinnati starts at 9.35 Pacific, 12.35 Eastern, so they couldn't put that on the early slate for some reason. They didn't want to start it a half hour early. The one that really baffles me is Colorado-San Diego's at 12.40 Pacific, 340 Eastern. That's been on every day slate from since I can remember because the Giants play that game a lot. That's not on any any of the slates. You have to play the all day basically. Um, it's very bizarre. So if you want the earlier the main, you can't get those two games. Very bizarre. There's no Ivan Nova, which really really big bummer. No Freeland, which would have been a great matchup for some pitching on a slate. Or pitching is disgusting. Um, so we're going to get at it. We're going to start the six-game early, and then we'll do the five-game late. Uh, just so you know, for, we'll do the weather for the early first. Cleveland-Detroit looks like a 100% chance of rain. Um, so very, very, very good chance that game's getting canceled, and we're turning this into a five-game day slate. Let's keep that in mind. Chicago White Sox at Kansas City. Slight chances of rain shouldn't hopefully be a problem. Uh, wind is coming in from right center. And Philadelphia at the Cubs. 
heavy, heavy wind coming in from center field. Keep an eye on that. Might make some pitchers relevant all of a sudden. Totals in the early games. D-backs at Nationals at 8. Indians, Tigers, 7.5. A's, Twins, 9. Brewers, uh, that's the late. That's a late game. That got moved later in the day. Rangers, Astros, 8.5. White Sox, Royals, 7.5. And, and Phillies, Cubs is not posted yet. So we have a couple eight and a halfs to look at on the early action. Going to the pitching, and your highest priced option is Mad Max Scherzer at twelve thousand six hundred on a small slate. I guess you can use him. Um, big strikeout arm, you know. I say it over and over. He's one of the best swinging strike guys in all of baseball in the last few years. Best strikeout guys, period. He's got seven or more Ks in every start. Last start out, he got beat up by the Mets. Prior to that, three earned runs or less. Even by giving up three earned or less due to his strikeouts and going deep into games, he was getting you almost 30 or more points in every start. If he can get you 30 or more, he's worth the price tag. Heck, he got that 27.3. If he gets you that or more, he's worth every price tag. So last start was a hiccup. Previous three starts were worth the price of admission. Um Usually, I'd say avoid this at all costs. Arizona's bats are outstanding. I know Mad Max is great. Um, I think Max is going to pitch great today. It wouldn't surprise me. Day game, Arizona, there's a chance they'll rest some guys. You see that a lot on Thursday getaway days. They might not. They might take it seriously. Who knows? But um, on a slate with such limited options, as you, I have four pitchers circled on the slate. Um, you're going to have to pay up once in a while. Uh, unless you're only making one lineup. If you're making one lineup, I wouldn't play max. But uh, if you're making a few, I'd have a little max exposure. I like him at 12-6. He's in line for a good start. He's facing um, the D-backs that do strike out uh, over 24% of the time against right-handed pitching. You know, Mad Max, he's striking out 31.3% of the batters he faces. So you just got to avoid the hard contact that the uh, the Diamondbacks do. They they crush right-handed pitching. They, cu- they crush all pitching. They're really good offense. They're third in all of baseball in Woba against right-handed pitching. So Mad Max last year had trouble with the long ball. He's had a little bit of it this year, and he did in his last start especially. I think it was Dayard took him deep twice. But that was his only problem. He gave a 300 and a 200 over to Dayard Node. So we played him that night. I remember that very, very, very much. But um, on a small slit like this, you're going to have to look at Max and really think about it. One I didn't write down, so I guess I have five. If the wind is blowing in, like it says, at 20-plus miles an hour from straightaway center field, John Lackey at $8,900 against the Phillies is enticing. I like the Phillies' bats today because Lackey's just been a disaster. But real quickly, why I do like uh, Lackey is the Phillies are uh, striking out uh, 23.5% of the time against right-handed pitching, and their league average, a little above league average, and batting average in Woba against right-handed pitching. So that's why I like their bats. They do hit them well. The reason why I like Lackey is they do strike out a lot. They're actually up to almost 25% after the first few days of the week. Um, Lackey striking out 24% of the batters he faces. He's a heavy favorite in Chicago against Eflin. If this was a full slate, I wouldn't even look this direction, but on a small slate, if that wind is blowing in, That'll play a big factor. I think Lackey's worth a dart at 8900 bucks because usually we'll see him a lot more expensive than 89 so you're getting a little price cut there. And you're going to just have to do certain things you're not going to want to do. So if you're going to play today, don't go heavy. It's it's nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Moving on to Ian Kennedy. 8500 
at home against the Chicago White Sox. Kennedy coming into the game averaging 18.4 DraftKings points per start. He's given up no, no more than two earned runs in every start. Um, if you've been listening for a while, I've, I'm always hesitant with Kennedy, but I always say he's got great K potential. It's just the long ball is always there. Um, he has one start where he gave up no runs in eight innings. Every other starts two earned, one earned, and two earned. Each one of those starts, he's given up one home run. So he's got to give up the long ball. That seems to be a given, folks. The wind is blowing in from left center, left, left center, about 15 miles an hour, it looks like, today. Might be subject to change. But uh, 8500 bucks against the White Sox team that is hitting better. We have established that. But they're hitting better, especially against left-handed pitching. Right-handed pitching, they're still striking out around 25% of the time. They have one of the worst Wobas in all of baseball against right-handed pitching. And a batting average below 220 against right-handed pitching. Um, this is a really good spot for Ian Kennedy. He's one of my favorite options on the board. Um, actually, they're up to 26% striking out. Kennedy strikes out 22.6% of batters he faces. Really solid matchup uh, against the White Sox today. If you're not going Kennedy in that same matchup, I like Derek Holland a lot. Um, Holland's not striking out a ton of guys on his own. He's only striking out 15.4% of the batters he faces. But the Royals are striking out 22.7% of the time against left-handed pitching. And they are atrocious against left-handed pitching. One of the worst Wobas in baseball at 230. Uh, team batting average below 200. We're talking like around buck 80. That is embarrassing. We used Quintana the other night. He went eight shutout and only 102 pitches. Got you 30-plus points. You know, Derek Collins not a 30-plus point guy usually, but he's averaging 17 points per game on DraftKings. He's got 217 ERA, 114 whip, 23 Ks in 12, 16, 17, 23 innings. A K per inning from Derek Holland, folks. Not bad. Um, gave up. He's given up no more than two earned runs in all of his starts. He had one rocky start, but it gave up seven runs, but only two were earned against the Yankees. So a lot of mischief there, but he pitched solid at Detroit, and then he's faced Cleveland twice, one run and zero runs against Cleveland. So he's faced Detroit and Cleveland twice. He's given up three combined runs in 18 and a third inning. Not bad. Not bad at all from Derek Hall. He's really good this year, and going up against a Royals team that does not hit lefties well. I think if you want to get really weird on this slate, um, out of the main guys, Scherzer, Kennedy, you know, Holland, Holland will be the low-owned one. So Holland will be the one to attack in that game if you want to get weird. Just throwing that one out there. And my last option tonight that I'm going to roll with, and this one just sucks, but it's a massive punt play. I guess you can match him up with Scherzer if you'd like, or you can match him up with one of the other guys and just load up on every awesome bat under the sun. Um, you can, like all the Nats against Granky, whatever you want to do. I'm talking Kyle Gibson. We use him every once in a while. It's scary. I get it. Totally get it. Like, he's given up three in his last start, but six prior. Three earned before that, five prior. You don't know what you're going to get. Given the six and the five I mentioned, we're both against Detroit. Against Kansas City and Cleveland, it was both three. He's given up a home run in each start. Not a big strikeout guy. Only one, three, two, and two in each start. So you got that going for you. He's uh, he's struggled this year. He is a massive punt. But he's going up against the Oakland Athletics. And I like a lot of the A's bats. I think you can stick with you know the middle grounds and you might not need to uh, 
to use these guys. You can go Joe Musgrove if you want a different pitcher in the middle just to kind of keep it different. But I think Musgrove's a liability today. And if you're going to use a liability, why not use Gibson? So at 51, Gibson's striking out about 16% of the batters he faces. But Oakland's striking out over 23% of the time against right-handed pitching. I like that upside there. And I love the upside of a below-average well above around 300 and a batting average around 220 against right-handed pitching. On a slate this disgusting, you're going to have to take gambles, and that is a gamble you just might have to take. Like I mentioned, Joe Musgrove, 7,600 against the Rangers, who strike out about 20.5% of the time against right-handed pitching. But you know how that offense can explode at any given moment. They're about they're at their league average right now against right-handed pitching, Woba-wise, and... Uh, Batting average about 230. So they're not horrible, but they're not great. We saw what Charlie Morton did against them. Musgrove's a kind of disaster. But if you want another mid priced arm to go with Kennedy or Holland and not go all the way down to Gibson, I'll throw out Musgrove as a uh, an option. Not my favorite option, but uh, it's definitely an option that you can look into. The bats for your early slate at the catcher's position. If you're not using Holland, you go Salvi Perez at 3,500. Brian McCann against A.J. Griffin. Griffin gets crushed by left-handed pitching. He's given up over two home runs per nine against left-handed pitching last year, almost two and a half per nine. Uh, McCann at 3,400. Stephen Vogt hasn't got off to the best start this year, but a decent matchup against Gibson at 33. Cleveland and Detroit. Very unlikely to play, but uh, Detroit has hit Salazar extremely well this year. Uh, that's why I didn't bring him up in pitching. Actually, not this, not this year, in his career. So, uh, Avila at 3,200. Yeah, Matt Wieters against... Um, I had Granke written down, but DraftKings has Shipley. So, check into that. Um, let me pause this real quick and find out for you, because now I'm confused. Oh my, they did make the pitching change. It is Braden Shipley. Holy shit. Um, the Nationals are going to be the stack of stacks. My God. Pray for Braden Shipley in Washington today. Whoa, you thought Donald Trump was getting the most heat in D.C.? This could get ugly. Um, Shipley is... Um, oh, wow, that just changes things a lot. I prepped all last night for Granky. Interesting. Um, yeah, Weeders, 3,100. As a amazing value play at catchers on a short slit like this, whoo, that is interesting. Uh, Jason Castro against Jarrell Cotton. Cotton seems he's uh, got some nasty junk against lefties, kind of been shutting him down. But Castro at twenty eight hundred, always in play as we've been mentioning for the Twins, like him quite a bit. Um, go James McCann against Salazar. He's uh, seven fourteen lifetime against Salazar at twenty six hundred dollars. But game again, likely not to be played. So yeah, Matty Weeders. Brian McCann are probably my two options at catchers. Uh, moving over to first base, you got A to the Rizzo. Lefties crush Zach Eflin. Crush him. Like, gives up a lot of home runs to them. Rizzo, 5200 bucks. Ryan Zimmerman against Shipley, 4700 Miggy Cabrera, he, he's crushed Salazar his whole career. He's 4500 you got uh, Jose Abreu at forty-one. Edwin Encarnacion. Uh, righties at Fulmer relatively well. Edwin's 4K. Yeah, Carlos Santana, 3,900. Eric Hosmer, I would avoid. Uh, Hardy at Napoli. Yeah, there's better options. Kenny Vargas, 3,500. Big night last night. I mentioned how Cotton's a little better against lefties and righties, but uh, Vargas at 35. 
Not the worst look there. If Adam Lynn's starting, 3,400 against Shipley, a nice cheap piece of that Nats offense. Very nice cheap piece. You got Yuli Gurdiel at 3,300. He's just been hitting like crazy. Um, if you want to go cheap at first base, it's not always fun, but if you want to go weird on a GPP slate, Yonder Alonso continues to rake. I've mentioned him quite a few times, a part of A stacks for value. He's up to three grand. He's he's finally hit the 3,000 mark. They finally figured it out. He had another home run last night. I believe that's four in the last 10 games that I read on Twitter last night. Yonder Alonso at uh, 3K against Gibson. Uh, I said he's given up at least one home run in every start. So that's not a bad play there, Yonder Alonso. At the second base position, at Jose Altuve at 4,900. He's on fire. He's been fucking dropping bombs everywhere. He's crushed Griffin in his career, 4,900 bucks. Daniel Murphy at 4,800 against Shipley. Dozier against Cotton is 4,500 is definitely in play. Like I said, right, he's against Cotton. Zobris, 42. Ruggie Odor against Musgrove at 41 is not bad at all. Jose Ramirez continues to hit very well. He's 3,900 second base, third base eligible. Uh, Cesar Hernandez against Lackey. He's up to 3,500. If you are going against Holland, you know, the right-handed bats, I already mentioned Salvi Perez. You got Whit Merrifield, 3,400 against Holland. Second base outfield eligible. Not a horrible play there. Jed Lowry against Gibson, 2,900 for the A's. You can get some nice cheap A's. You could almost do like Scherzer and Kennedy, your two highest-priced pitchers. Load up on a bunch of Nats and then sprinkle in like a couple A's for value and... It'd be scary. Like, just potential value with, like, punts for A's. It's just stupid. But Nat should be crazy high-owned. Um, Adam Rosales, if you want a really cheap play at second base, shortstop, 2400 Better against lefties and righties. But he'll be in the lineup. Uh, Chad Pender down there as well, around 2400 for the A's. Third base, Chris Bryant, 5K. Miggy Sano, 4400 He's in play every day for us. I don't care if it's lefty or righties right now. That guy's just mashing everything. Anthony Rendon, 4,000. The Todd Father, 39. Mikel Franco, 39. They're both hitting the ball really well. Don't look at season-long stats for hitters, even pitchers for the most part, but hitters, um, especially some streaky guys. So uh, look what they've done lately for DFS-wise. That's what we're rolling with. I uh, got Stockus Plouffe. Uh, Jake Lamb at 36. If you want to roll the dice on the long ball against Scherzer. Do you want to be contrarian? I met Goldschmidt earlier is less than 5K. Lamb at 36. Got Castellanos at 34. I like Joey Gallo against Musgrove. If we're not using Musgrove, Gallo at 3,400. Uh, GPP home run upside. Here's a great punt play. Third base outfield eligible. All he's doing is crushing the ball right now. For the Astros, three grand. Marwin Gonzalez is a switch hitter. Two home runs Monday, including the granny. Went yard again on... Uh, or two on Tuesday, when you're going on Wednesday. Marvin Gonzalez is only $3,000. He just continues to rake. He usually hits righties better than lefties, but he's hitting everybody right now. I mean, lefties better than he, he hits better as right-handed hitter, usually. But he's mashing everybody right now. Trey Turner, 5,100. Carlos Correa, 4,800. Francisco Lindor, 43. You can go down to Addison Russell at 37. Shortstop's going to be weak again, I can tell. Freddie Galvis at 31. Chris Owings at 31. Yeah, there's your shortstop position. Nice and solid. A whole lot to play with there. Going to the outfield, Bryce Harper at 54 against Shipley is just, man, they should Coors price him. Kyle Schwarber against at 4,500. Springer at 45. 
uh michael brantley at 4k k with the chris davis is only four thousand. not bad there shinshu chu at 4k lefties hit musgrove rather well so keep that in mind keep that in mind they both hit him very well but lefties career-wise uh low kane at 3900 against holland the milkman 3800 against kennedy carlos beltran 38 against griffin max kepler i know i mentioned cotton gets hit more by righties than lefties but kepler in the middle of that that twin stack, he's mashing the ball, 3,700. Odubel Herrera, 3,700. A.J. Pollock, 37. Josh Reddick went yard again last night. A lefty against Griffin, 3,600. He's been hitting usually towards the top of that order, too. Usually. Not always, but usually. Uh, Nomar Mazar at 3,500. A nice value bat against Musgrove. Chance to go deep. I mentioned Whit Merrifield already. Aaron Althair is on fire right now. He's 3,400. He was batting third last night for the Phillies, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Delano DeShield's been leading off a lot for Texas lately. He's 3,300. You can get a nice little Texas-Houston game stack in play. That'd be interesting. Don't mind that at all either because everyone's going to be flocking to Washington. I'll tell you that. If they can afford them, they're flocking that direction. If Detroit-Cleveland plays, Lonnie Chisenhall's slumping massively, but he's 2,900 against Fulmer. That's a nice value play with high upside potential there. Um, our normal boy, Tyler Collins against Salazar. He's 2,500. He's definitely in play if that game's in action. That'll wrap us up for the bats on the early slate. So there you have it. Mad Max 12-6, Kennedy 85 um, Derek Collins 77, Gibson 51. If you want Musgrove at 73, um, I like the Cubs versus Eflin quite a bit. Lefties mash him. If you're not using Lackey, I mean, I forgot to mention you can use Lackey if that wind's blowing in. Keep him in mind just for that K upside. Definitely a play to look at. But uh, if you're not, Phillies are a nice uh, contrarian stack. I really like Minnesota against Cotton, especially our Sano Dozier one two punch. You don't know, do those massive stack. Like, at least Dozier, Snow, maybe Kepler in between if you want to go three deep. But if you want to go two-man, I'm with you. But they have one of the highest totals on the board at 4.58 team totals. Houston versus Griffin. Houston's just, I like both sides, rights and lefts. But left-handed bats crush Griffin. So extra weight on, like, McCann and Reddick and maybe Beltran. But don't sleep on Altuve. Correa's starting to heat up. He went yard. Uh, keep an eye on those boys. Uh, Texas versus Musgrove. They'll be a little lower owned than the rest. Implied team total of 394. Uh, Mazzara at 35 is nice. Gallo at 34. The Shields, at, like, I think, is at 33. Um, and then the rest of the company there, Odura at uh, 41. All very affordable in that stack. And then you got Washington versus Shipley. Implied team total of 492. Righties and lefties are both mashing them over 370. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, just go down the order. You know, Turner. Worth, Harper, Zimmerman, Murphy, Rendon, like one through six is in order. If you just want to go mini, I go Zimmerman, Murphy, Harper for sure. Those three are almost a must in this one. I love them, but then work with Worth and uh, Rendon around that. Probably go Worth before Rendon, but they're about the same to me. That is just loaded. Absolutely just stupid. But all right, let's go to the... Evening slate, and um, this is disgusting. This is definitely time to take the night. If you wanted to play some day slate while you're at work, and, you know the honey won't pay attention. That's fine. The evening, go go hang out with your significant other. That's fine. Um, we have a five game slate. 
Milwaukee and St. Louis, which is a makeup from yesterday's rainout. Uh, it was supposed to be a day game. There was so much flooding in St. Louis from the rain. It got pushed tonight. It's 40 to 50% chances of rain still, and the wind's blowing in from left field. So that game might not play still. Mets at Atlanta during game time. It's projected 70 to 85% rain. Wind's in from center field. It's supposed to clear up as the evening goes on, so it could be a late start. Or it's getaway day. They play each other a lot. They might just say, screw it. We'll make it up later. So if those two get rained out, we got three games. I'm not a big fan of three-game slates. But I'll break down all five for you. Um, weather's nasty, so pay attention to that. Highest price arms, Dan Straley. Do not ever pay 9600 for Dan Straley. I don't care if he strikes out 15 Tampa Bay Rays because they strike out a million times. Don't ever pay $9,600 for Dan Straley. Moving on. We're going to drop all the way down. This is how bad it is. My top option tonight is Ariel Miranda, the left-handed pitcher for the Seattle Mariners at $7,700. Coming in with a 3-8-1 ERA, 1-2-3 whip. Coming off 5-3, 2-hit, 1-earned, 7 Ks against the Cleveland Indians. Not bad, not bad. He threw 7 shutouts and, only, uh, again, and 4 hits, no earned. Uh, 3Ks against Miami a couple starts back, but he's had a couple rough ones in between. Uh, usually a better ground ball to fly ball, but it's almost a one-to-one at times. It seems like with him, you're getting all or nothing. That's the Ariel Miranda show. Now, um, with Miranda, he's striking out about 20% of the batters he faces. The Angels strike out about 20% of the time. They have a below-league average Team Woba of 283. We absolutely love it. They're one of the worst in all of baseball against left-handed pitching and a batting average around 230 against left-handed pitchers. So we would have used him as like a low-owned putt play anyways on a regular slate. But tonight, he's our top option. We're going Ariel Miranda. Next up, we get weird with Adam Wainwright. I just hate this play. He's striking out a little over 19% of the batters he faces, but the reason why we're using him because he's been bad. He's gotten beat up quite a bit. He wasn't horrible his last time out against Milwaukee. Gave up like three runs, but he strikes out a ton against them because Milwaukee strikes out 26% of the time against right-handed pitching. And for a team that, um, actually 26 and a half almost, and for a team that everyone swears matches, I keep reiterating, they crushed Cincinnati and Cincinnati's bullpen twice. They faced Man Cincy and Milwaukee. Outside of that, they've struggled quite a bit, actually, against Atlanta, St. Louis, and others. Uh, they have a, just a league average Woba against right-handed pitching of 313. It's not bad, but it's not as great as everyone claims it is. Everyone claims they're world beaters. It keeps dropping. They started out the week at 326. Right now, it's sitting at 313. It keeps dropping. Uh, doesn't mean they can't blow up. They have the talent. That's why I, a normal day, I probably wouldn't use Wainwright. But... Uh, these are the breaks. Um, but the best part, like I always say, they're either it's either like home run or nothing because their batting average is like 230 against right-handed pitching. So we're going to roll those dice, and you're going Adam Wainwright, 7400 bucks. One of the lower implied team totals actually on the slate at 351, the Brewers. Matt Andres of the Tampa Bay Rays. So Miranda and Andres will play tonight. So you got those two starters. You don't have to worry about weather. Put that one out there for you. Matt Andre, 7,400 versus the Marlins. Implied team total of 384 for the Marlins. Uh, Andres coming in to tonight with 386 CRA, 132 whip. 
Coming off seven innings, five hits, three earned, four Ks against the Jays. Guys are giving up more than three earned in any start. We used him last start against the Jays, actually. Got his 13 points. He was doing really well and kind of gave it up in the seventh inning, actually. I don't know why. I was surprised they sent him out. His pitch count was low, but he was doing really well for us. He wasn't getting the Ks we thought we'd get with him, but uh, he was pitching really well. He's gotten four, four, five, and five in his four starts, strikeout-wise. But he pitched really, really well. He's faced Toronto, Houston, Detroit, and the Yanks. He's faced four pretty decent offenses this year, I'd say. So you don't have that to worry about. He's been tested. Uh, going up against the Miami Marlins. Marlins striking out over 21% of the time against right-handed pitching. Below league average Woba. And an average batting average against right-handed pitching. Matt Andres would have been a nice play on a regular slate. Becomes a great play on this slate, in my opinion. Uh, Matt Andres, 7400 bucks. Last but not least, we liked him last night. His price tag dropped like a thousand bucks. Chase Andres, sixty-one hundred Anderson, sixty-one hundred bucks at St. Louis. St. Louis implied team total three point nine nine. Chase Anderson striking out eighteen point eight percent of the batters he faces. St. Louis twenty-two percent of the time versus right-handed pitching. St. Louis league average woba of three oh nine against right-handed. Batters, I was actually listening to StatCast pod for this week. The average league WOBA in April is 318, just overall lefty-righty combined. Team average, 318. So 309 is right at batting just below league average. So that's what you're looking at right there. Um, and where was I here? St. Louis. And their batting average is about 250. So they hit them. They just don't hit them for power. Uh, Chase Anderson's pitched really well this year, surprisingly. He's a dog in this matchup, weather permitting. Um, like I said, I'd go Miranda and Reese. Slate disgusting. So Chase Anderson's got high upside, low ownership on this slate. He's pitched extremely well this year. And he's pitched mainly in Milwaukee, which is a very, very, very hitter-friendly ballpark. So keep that in mind. There's your four pitchers. Ariel Miranda, 7,700 versus the Angels. Wainwright, 74 versus Milwaukee. And Reese, 74 versus Miami. Anderson, 61 at St. Louis. Let's get to the catchers. We have uh, Yadier Molina at 35 against Anderson. Uh, Sandy Leone against Ubaldo Jimenez, three grand. Leone, or Jimenez is bad against left-handed bats. Going to look at uh, Pena against Wainwright at 2,800. If Leone isn't starting, you go Vasquez for Boston at 2,800. If Pena's not starting for Milwaukee, you go Bandy at 2,700. And, yeah, there's your catchers. First base position. Freddie Freeman, 5,200 bucks against Zach Wheeler. Lefty's crushing Wheeler. Wheeler pitched great against Washington his last time out, surprisingly, really, really well. Really, really well. But that ballpark, given the rain chances, it might get rained out. Wind's coming in from center field. They haven't seen how it plays with wind like that yet. We've seen how it plays regularly, and the ball just flies. So, love me some Freddie Freeman, as usual. Uh, Hanley Ramirez on fire. I said lefties hit him and is great, but Hanley's up to 5K. Eric Thames, 4,900. Matt Carpenter, 4,400. Jay Bruce, 4,300. Hits lefties just fine. Don't be scared off by that. Look, at he was 3,200 bucks yesterday, up to $4,300. DraftKings just in the blink of an eye. But very good play. Chris Davis against Kyle Kendrick. Kendrick starting for Boston. Chris Davis at 4200 bucks, Off to a very slow start, but that's a good play. If you're not using Miranda, pull holes. Hits lefties very well. 4100 Mitchie, two bags. Mitch Moreland, 4K against Jimenez. 
definitely in play there. If you want to get weird, really weird. Well, you got Lomo. I love Lomo at 3,300 against Dan Straley. That's a nice contrarian value play. You're not going to need much value on the slate. I told you the highest price pitcher, 7,700 bucks. But Lomo at 3,300, definitely in play. I love the Rays bats, especially our lefties we like against Straley tonight. Um, I think a lot of people will pay for Straley just because they'll see that high price tag and K upside, and that's fine. We'll use those Rays bats. Lomo at 3,300. Like that a ton. Justin Bohr, 32 against Andres. Uh, Wilmer Flores, supposed to be activated from the DL. First base, third base eligible. Crushes lefties. He's 3K against Jaime Garcia. Keep him in mind if he's in the lineup. And what I was going to say, if you want to get weird, he hasn't done anything yet. But Dan Vogelbach is facing Alex Meyer. He's, I believe this is Meyer's second or third start since getting called up. Uh, he's not the worst pitcher in the world, but he's very hittable, especially by left-handed pitching or left-handed bats. Vogelbach, twenty-three hundred bucks. Second base, Robbie Cano at forty-six hundred is phenomenal. Great play tonight. Uh, Johnny VR at forty-four. Jericho at forty-one hundred, definitely in play. Jed Jericho. Uh, Jonathan Scope at forty-one. Brandon Phillips at forty-one. Brad Miller at thirty-seven against Straley. Definitely a play there. Neil Walker is a switch hitter at 35. Uh, that'll do it for our second base position. Moving over to the hot corner, third base. Manny Machado, 5100 bucks. I see another big night for Machado. Kyle Seager heating up, 4300 against Meyer. Jericho already mentioned him. Longo, I, I got to see more from him, see how healthy he is. Jose Reyes, he's having a good week or so. Swinging, the, swinging a hot stick. Had a good night last night. He's $3,900. Travis Shaw, 37 definitely in play. Hernan Perez, third base outfield eligible. They keep moving him around. He was shortstop outfield. He started out third base only. Then he was shortstop outfield. Now he's third base outfield. He's 3600 bucks. Just when you get comfortable using him certain places, they keep moving him around on you. Uh, Donis Garcia, 3400 against Wheeler. I wouldn't. Have to go there tonight, but he's an option if you need to. And Daniel Robertson for Tampa Bay has been getting some playing time lately at second base, third base. He's 2,500, but you shouldn't need to punt tonight. But just keep an eye on that. Xander Bogart's 5K. Gene Segura went yard again last night. He has just been on fire. I keep mentioning him. I keep using him. He's been on fire since coming off the DL. 4,600 bucks. Really good play tonight. Aledemus uh, Diaz, 4,100. Adrubo Cabrera, switch hitter, 3,800. Swinging a good stick. Orlando Arcia, 3,400. Taylor Motter against Meyer at 3,400. Uh, definitely those ones are in play. Timmy Beckham, still at 3K. Back-to-back days at $3,000. He was leading off yesterday. I love the looks of that. But he'll probably go back now with a righty on the mound. So don't get your hopes up today. 3K for Timmy Beckham. Going to the outfield, Trout, 5,400 against the lefty Miranda. He went yard yesterday. Mookie Betts, 53, starting to slowly heat up. Hanram mentioned him. Nelson Cruz, 4,800 bucks. Matt Kemp, 47. Benintendi, 46. Um, Dexter Fowler. Jackie Bradley Jr., 44. Christian Yellick, 44. Like those guys. Already mentioned Jay Bruce. NC Arte, 4,200 against Wheeler. Michael Conforto at 3,900. Corey Dickerson, $3,800, leading off for Tampa Bay against Dan Straley. Yes, please. Marcelo Zuna hit one of the biggest home runs I've ever seen in Tampa Bay. They said it only went 468 feet. 
It hit the banner near the roof at the back of the building. It was unbelievable. Check around bases pod. There is a video of it. 3,800 bucks. It was just insane. Smith, Seth Smith leading off for Baltimore. 3,700 against Kendrick. Definitely in play. Steven Souza Jr. 3,600 against Straley. Liking him in the middle of that order. Um, go Nick Marcakis if you want to get down the Atlanta order at 36. Kiermaier 3,500 against Straley. Uh, Kobe Rasmus might be back tonight. I don't know if I want to go there just yet, but 3400 bucks, he'll be low-owned. Uh, slate like tonight, might want to get creative. Heredia for Seattle, 2800 uh, I mentioned Shane Peterson, 2200 for Tampa Bay. He's been hitting the ball lately. I don't think you'll need to go that far, but it's an option as well. So there you have it. Five-game evening slate. Two bad weather situations. You got Errol Miranda, 77 versus LA. Wainwright, 74 versus Milwaukee. Andre, 74 versus Miami. Anderson, 61 at St. Louis. Stacks, Boston versus Baldo. Boston team total, 5 1 5. Both bats hit them great. Left handed bats crush him. So I love the bats there. Ben and Tandy and Bradley Jr. are sneaky. Moreland's only 4K. Those are kind of sneakier ones. You got the obvious and, you know, Betts and uh, company. Baltimore versus Kendrick. Don't forget Hanram, please. Hanley Ramirez on fire. Baltimore versus Kendrick, team total 485. Um, I really like Machado a lot tonight. Uh, Chris Davis is only 4,200. It's about time for him to get off the schneid here pretty soon. You know, you got Jones and others. Trumbo, he's been struggling. Seattle versus Meyer. I like Seattle a lot. I think everyone's going to go to Boston and Baltimore. You're going to have the money to pay for the bats, so they're going to be heavy owned. Supposed to be a ton of runs there. Uh, I get it. The totals on that game, I didn't go over them like I did the last time. But um, Milwaukee, St. Louis, 7.5. You got Miami, Tampa Bay at 8. Baltimore, Boston's at 10. It's almost the Coors Field total. It's crazy. And then Mets, Braves, 8.5. Anaheim, Seattle, 8.5. So, yeah, everyone's going to be stacking Boston, Baltimore. And probably rightfully so. But uh, if you want to get off the wall, Seattle versus Myers is outstanding. Left-handed bats. Cano, Seager, uh, maybe Dyson leading off for stolen base upside. Um, Cruz. Mets versus Garcia. Right-handed bats especially. Look, they have a lot of switch hitters. Flores might be back in the lineup. Keep an eye on him. But Bruce hits lefties very well, so don't be scared off by that. And Conforto is just Conforto right now. And then I like Atlanta versus Wheeler. Left-handed bats are crushing them. So you got Enciarte, Freeman. Kemp's hot. Stick with Kemp. Uh, Marcakis if you want, but uh, you're either going to stack a game stack, Boston, Baltimore, kind of mini stack some of these other ones, but I also kind of like the game stacks are really good. I love game stacks, but the way home runs are getting hit lately, you almost just want to pick the guys with the most home run upside and not even care about stacks. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I've been watching it the last few nights and I've had some really good stacks, but if they're not hitting home runs lately, it doesn't really matter. So keep an eye on that. Um, on a slate this small with all this money to spend, you might just want to make a lineup of just pure home run upside all-stars. Oh, and I forgot to mention Tampa Bay. Absolutely love Tampa Bay against Straley. Love them. Lomo, Dickerson, you know, Miller, Kiermaier, Souza. Love, love Tampa Bay. Don't know how I missed our, our, our Tampa Bay race. So there you have it. Disgusting MLB DFS slate. Sorry I can't promote this any better for you. It's ugly. We'll be back with a loaded slate tomorrow. Much better Friday slate. 
Uh, good luck tonight. Enjoy your day. At least we get day baseball. That's great. Yesterday was the first Wednesday without day baseball all year. That was miserable. But day baseball's back. Check us out at the Sports Degens, Hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrip with any questions you have. Uh, check out our new writer, Syracuse, with his daily MLB stacks. Um, hope you guys got in on the golf DSF for the Wells Fargo from DFS Golf Gods. Good stuff there. Uh, check out Around the Bases Pod with Bubba and Mo. Episode 10 just dropped a couple days ago. Really, really good stuff. April review. Talk some uh, more Boston-Baltimore bullpen usage. All kinds of stuff. Check that out. And recording the Kentucky Derby preview tonight for Benched with Boa. A lot going on. But more importantly, good luck today. Don't go crazy. Save it up for the weekend. And I will catch you guys later.